I was thinking, I had an egg, and if you shake an egg, do you think you can break the yolk before you crack it open to pre-scramble your egg? I would go with no, because it's like protected in there by the white stuff. The the synovial fluid? It's not synovial fluid. It's some kind of... What is it? I don't know. White, the it's not white. It's egg actually whites. clear. Well, they call them egg whites in the store, but it's okay. protected by the egg whites in the egg. So if it's rounded, there's oh. no sharp edges. You know, as much as you shake it, it's just going to bounce and bounce and bounce or whatever it does okay. inside of that. But if it had a sharp edge, complete. Complete. Yep. You could put, it, put a little needle in there and just mix it up. Yeah. Or... I've seen, I actually did an experiment where we tried to um, create an egg contraption that you could drop an egg off the second story balcony Mm -hmm. and parachutes were the clear winner. But I've also heard that you can, you can have a lot of um, things stacked on top of an egg. If it's well-supported, it's like a very structurally sound shape. Yes. Yeah. I should, I didn't look up, up what I just have in my head, a picture of an, tractor balancing on an egg well that also brings up the story of humpty dumpty oh geez you know he sat on that wall then he had a great fall and then all i remember is humpty dumpty wasn't so dumpty bumpy what humpty dumpty wasn't so dumpy dumpy i don't know the rest of it dumpy (laughs) that's uh humpty dumpty hmm. sat on a wall humpty dumpty had a great fall fuzzy wuzzy wasn't very fuzzy was he Humpty Dumpty wasn't so dumpty, dumpty. Humpty Dumpty Dump. Okay. Anywho, what had you think about this question? Because the the eggs, the eggs are part of the Easter. Oh, and is that what we're gonna talk about today? The Easter is the thing we're gonna talk about today. Easter. And today's gonna be a short and sweet episode. Because we're running out of time in life, just regular life all the time. There's not enough time. There's just, it's too fast. We're, we're being like the hair and trying to do life quickly to get yes. it over with. Yeah, exactly. Wait, that sounds bad. Yeah, bunnies are really fast. They're like, oh, let's go. Yeah. So let me start off by, yes, that's what they say. Bunnies are like, it's great. Anyways. I've always wondered why bunnies are associated with Easter. So I actually did a little bit of research. So bore, boringly, it, it has its origin in ger- with German Lutherans. Oh, why know. is that boring? I, think, I don't know, because it's not that exciting. But I don't know a lot about German Lutherans. I think it's a branch of Christianity, but they're the ones who originated the Easter bunny or Easter okay. hare or Easter rabbit okay. uh, tradition. And um, a fun little fact that's related to a geographical, geographical, geography location, Australia, mm-hmm. they don't, they have Easter bilbies, which are this little cute thing on my screen. 
It's like a marsupial. It's similar to a rabbit that has long ears. And for a while, they were selling chocolate Easter bilbies, and they're endangered. <gasps> so they were using that to raise money to save the bilbies. It's uh, it's not as popular nowadays, but I just thought that was adorable. Easter um, bilbies. I think we have to describe it a little bit more because it has long ears like a bunny, but it also has a pointy face, kind of like an anteater. Yeah, marsupials. Uh, marsupials look look strange. But Let it, me find a it's better fuzzy, picture, like a little baby. No, not yeah. a human baby, but you know. Animal babies. baby, a bilby baby. Yeah, it looks bilby like baby. a combination of like a, a rat and a bunny. And it's like a little bigger than a normal bunny, I think. It's got pretty long legs. Really and an anteater. And, and an anteater nose, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're so cute. I found a lot of animals cute, though, so I don't know if I'm a good judge for that. So in Australia, is it just Easter bilbies? Like, are Easter bilbies the one that... Come I'm to not your house sure. And hide stuff. And... I think it was just a trend because everyone hates bunnies in in Australia because they're pests. Oh, they eat crops and stuff. I'm not sure. It's they're probably not native. I don't know the whole story, but I don't think they're native, so they probably don't have natural predators. So they just reproduce like bunnies do, mm. which which is a fun fact. We'll get back to later. Reproducing bunnies. So in in German Lutheran religion they played the role of judge similar to santa where at the beginning of easter tide which was like a seven or eight week celebration of easter things uh they would judge children based on whether they were good or bad and they give colored eggs in a basket and candy and sometimes toys to the homes of children the night before easter so it's a lot like santa except on easter probably Hmm. where a lot of the the traditions come from nowadays so I was looking into the origin. Apparently, there's a three hairs motif in early Buddhism in China. Just three hairs. It looks cool. There's like three hairs that um, are in a in a ring. And that, that motif spread throughout regions and religions and stuff. And so it's like the Holy Trinity is three things. Christianity loves three things. Mm, so mm-hmm. that may have been why it was adopted. Um, well, three is a magic number, as we all know from the... Schoolhouse Rock. School, yeah, I was going to say School of Rock. That's a different thing. Yeah, that's Three, why six, I had nine. to pause as well. 369, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27, 30. <laughs> All right. I guess I lo- we have I lo- to sell our album now, huh? Yeah. Um, threes have always been one of my favorite numbers, mostly because of that song. That is true. You love that song. Why- Maybe that's why Christianity likes threes. Um, So I was going to look into eggs, but that would open up a whole other basket of worms. I don't feel like getting into a basket of eggs. Yes. (laughs) Can of of worms, a can of eggs. Yeah. A whole can of eggs. Don't count your eggs before they're uncanned. Yep. But the, the, the gist I got from the brief Wikipedia search was you can't have eggs during Lent. So they uh, became a special treat during Easter. And so they would make them look pretty. Oh, got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're also associated with fertility, rebirth, Jesus, reborn, blah, 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 stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, lastly, I never really even thought about this until you brought this up. Like, I just accepted the fact that you have eggs and a bunny, a giant bunny that comes and says, hides <laughs> it, not says anything. That would be scary. But if they came and hid all of your eggs in the basket and all that stuff, that's mm-hmm. 
kind yeah, of terrifying. It's, very, it's a little weird, but so Santa, except Santa talks. Yes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, all right. And then this is this is the this is the crescendo. This is the the third act. Bunnies are widely believed throughout history to be hermaphroditic. Okay. And what does that mean for all that, of our that means listeners? Intersex is a modern term you would use. They have mm-hmm. the ability to have both genitalia. They can reproduce uh, either way. They can have children and be a father to those children. And they, so they can't reproduce with themselves, though, right? Maybe they used to think that because oh. they're associated with the Virgin Mary because they can have reproduction oh. while maintaining their virginity. Got Very it. strange. Okay. I found a, an article of analyzing um, some Shakespeare play or something, and it cites a bunch of like Greek philosophers and teachers and stuff talking about hairs being hermaphroditic or they'll be male one week and female the next. It's crazy. I, mm. I don't really know why that started, but hmm. that's that's why bunnies are that's part of the reason bunnies are associated with with Easter. Wow. And, uh, Bugs Bunny comes to mind. He likes to dress as a woman, even though he's he identifies as a male. That's not a hermaphrodite, though. No, that would be like you're... a cross uh, cross dresser or a drag queen or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But is you know, I could I could see Bugs Bunny. Never mind. I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Do you want to go into some of the traditions we've had or some stories that we've had? Sounds good. So I'll just start off here, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, for us, we would get an Easter basket filled with chocolate and some maybe a couple toys and colored eggs, but probably not because that was for later. So we would have a big Easter basket and it would be hidden in the morning. So we'd leave it out at night. In the morning, we'd wake up and it was gone just gone whoa so then we had to search for it in our house and the easter bunny so, was a lot meaner to me <laughs> than it was to you let's just say it hid my basket really well a lot of times like and on the roof or something <laughs> no it was like in the dryer or the washer machine at one point <laughs> um, like hidden really well where yours was kind of just like behind a pole and then the, you know like <laughs> Oh, there's the basket. It's behind this little skinny pole. Mine was <laughs> like, I think the Easter Bunny really liked to mess with me. So that was Makes our sense. morning. So um, wait, so you put out the basket? You got to choose what basket? Yeah, we had the same baskets every year. We chose our baskets and okay. they were big because we wanted a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, parents were like, what well, do you want this little basket that can hold two eggs or this big one? Right. That can hold a nesting eagle right yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. i always wanted the eagle so mm-hmm. so did you um yeah. some of my biggest memories are of course trying to find the baskets because <laughs> that was always hilarious to mm-hmm. our parents and was it always associated mind. with chores like they put it next to the cat litter or like <laughs> i don't think it was ever next to the cat litter with the cleaning supplies under the sink yep or like in the closet with the back where they know you'd never look. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) 
I don't know why it was so funny. Um, but then also <laughs> one of my memories is going to a family member's house and having really big Easter egg hunts. Like every member of our family would bring Easter eggs, like those little plastic Easter eggs filled with candy or money or something. And, or, and there would be a mix of regular eggs in there too. I think hard boiled eggs, but they would hide them in the yard. a very large yard. So I don't even know how many there were like over hundreds, hundred or oh. two. I don't, I don't even remember. That's and, crazy. and we would let the, like the smaller kids go first. So like you would go first and they, you know, kind of get whatever you can, the easy get to get to get. Oh my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> I haven't slept in a while. The easy to get to eggs. Like um, the egg that was on the lawn. And the, the egg that was next to the egg on the lawn. Yes. In the mm-hmm. grass. But the, the grass was, you know, really short and mm-hmm. easy to see. And, and then they would let the older kids loose. And I mean uh, loose because we would run out there and like attack each other and try to get the craziest hidden eggs and like <laughs> as many as we could because some of these eggs had money in them. You wanted to add up. And um at the end of our Easter egg hunt, we would all just like lay out on the kitchen floor or something and go through all of our mm-hmm. eggs. And it was just a disaster, a mess. But <laughs> yeah, that's those are some specific memories that I have from Easter. I'm assuming there were some really well hidden ones too, like two feet underground or in the exhaust pipe of your car. Exhaust or... pipe, yes. I wouldn't say underground. Unless there was like a tube or something that went underground. Uh, uh, there was bottom tree, of the pool, crevices and trees, mm. mailboxes, anything in the backyard, like seats that had little areas that you might not think to look and stuff. Okay. Really good hiding spots all over the place. Sometimes like weeks later, you might find some eggs because <laughs> one thing our family didn't do was count the number of eggs that were put out. It was always just like free for all so you mm. never knew if you got all of them or not sometimes you'd find them like a year later who knows do um, animals eat hard-boiled eggs i don't know that's a good question Ooh, interesting yeah. gave a feast to some random squirrel or something yeah i would say we wouldn't do so much hard-boiled eggs outside though uh, I, okay. I rethought that one after i said it um that was <laughs> mostly just for enjoying to eat it would all be plastic eggs pretty much outside one time I did an Easter egg hunt as an adult, but Ooh. in the Easter eggs were jello shots <laughs> and it was in someone's house. And so then we had to be very careful about if we found them or not, because if we didn't yeah. find one of those, it would have been a melted jello shot just mm-hmm. leaking all over the place. That's fun, too, because as you go, you get worse at finding things. <laughs> yeah, you have to do a shot each time you find one. <laughs> That's really fun. That sounds like a cool thing. So what are your memories? Um, I definitely remember the Easter egg hunts. I don't remember him being that vicious, though. I just remember more like, okay, little kids go and they're like excited. And then it's like, okay, 17 and up go. And everyone's like, oh, Mm. okay. Well, the 17 and up age, that's when we're all like, this isn't cool. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, you know, we were the bigger kids that people still forced us to Easter egg hunt. Uh-huh. And so then it became a thing like, okay, now the little kids are the excited ones. And now we're just <laughs> like, 
Oh, fine. All right. <laughs> I'll go and find one. That's that's the more recent memories. Yeah, I do remember finding a few and being like, I don't actually want these. So I'll give them to the kids that are excited. Wow. How very giving of you. That's why they call it. Oh, wait, this is a different holiday. The giving holiday. Never mind. It's very sacrificial of you. There you go. (laughs) Nice. Thank you. It would have taken me forever to find that joke. Like like to find an egg. <clears throat> so, except for when you were 17 and over yeah so um yeah I, I remember the easter egg hunts and i also vaguely remember the the baskets i remember one time i got a hockey stick so, how did that even fit into a basket <laughs> that's that one was in the washer but i think at that point it had been a known hiding location so it wasn't that tricky oh. So it's you had like, the benefit of me having to go through all this first. <laughs> yep. In, in the chimney or, you know. Yeah. But I uh, hockey. What was this like a five inch hockey stick? It was. How does that even fit stick. into the washer machine? It was sticking out like we have a top loading one. Uh, and okay. It was just sticking out. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, that's There's... no fair. See, this Easter Bunny, he did not like me. Me, I don't know if it's a he. They did not like me. They were like, well, we'll make this really hard. And then when Kyle gets to be this age, we'll make it super easy because we'll put a big warning sign right there. Like, warning, your basket's here. <laughs> that was a good hockey stick, too. I had that one for years. It was my, um, It was my backup stick for a long time, so... I just used it occasionally, but more often than not, somebody else on my team would break a hockey stick and mm-hmm. use that one. So it mm-hmm. got a lot of lot of like different experiences. People scored a lot of goals with it because I don't score a lot of goals. It was, it was fun. What a great life that hockey stick had. I know. I took a picture of it when it died because it was it was such a good hockey stick. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm not I'm not Sad. crying. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So then I also remember the butter lambs. I did look into this a little because I wasn't okay. sure if the butter lambs for the, were for Thanksgiving or for Easter. Mm-hmm. And there's a very tiny Wikipedia article about butter lambs. I don't think they're that popular. They're apparently oh. a Russian, Slovenian, and Polish Catholic tradition. Mm-hmm. And in Buffalo, near where we live, there's a big population of Buffalo. According to the 2020 census, there's 34,000 people of Polish descent. Yes. which was like 11% of the total population. Mm-hmm. So that's probably where it came from. And it was just, it's just a, a lamb shaped butter. So I guess you use a mold, put the butter in. I don't know. You've made one. You probably know the process. <laughs> well, I didn't make it the correct way. I made it with sticks of butter and I carved it myself. Whoa. And this was because it was the first year of the pandemic and I was supposed to go home for Easter and then clearly the pandemic hit and everything was scary and I was a little bit sad and I I wanted to keep that tradition alive because you know being from the Buffalo area we always had one and I, that was what I was like sticking to so I used a couple sticks of butter and carved out a little lamb that looked a little bit oh. more like a dog than a lamb oh. but it was super cute there's no there's no right way to make a butter lamb yeah, so that's right. so yeah. you you made a more artistic version than than normal. Actually, you put you put a little bit more of your your heart and soul into it. Yeah, I didn't use the mold. 
And if you do look at the mold, it's a little bit kind of funky. A lot <laughs> like the the mold that is like the go to the iconic molds for the butter lamb. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a really narrow, weird looking lamb. We'll have to post a photo or something of it. Like yeah. it, it's it looks like more like a bird lamb or something. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's strange, that's a, that's but mine looked like a puppy lamb. There's there's a bit I think Demetri Martin did a bit where if you want to make a mythical creature, you just add wings to an existing thing. Yeah. So a winged winged lamb is is could be a new Easter mascot. Yeah, that's exactly but, right. But my memory is I was like, oh, there's a pretty lamb. I need butter on my bread or roll or whatever. I'm gonna take its face, and apparently that was disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i mostly got laughs out of it apparently you're supposed to take it from the bum the rear end of the lamb first oh. so that the head is maintained it can exude its beauty throughout most of the meal but i just as you're eating its body i took its face okay yeah i i definitely saved the face for last in the lamb i made because it was cute <laughs> well but yeah it became a tradition after that so i i had to to Deface the lamb, I guess. Oh, the tradition of Kyle being disrespectful. Yes. Great. Worked for me. I got I got the nice pretty piece of butter. All right. So yeah. yeah. Uh there was another one I remember, but I can't. Oh, painting eggs. I don't remember a lot of the details. It just this is a cool thing you do. You hard boil eggs. I didn't do it because I was young. And then you put them in some kind of vinegar or watercolor Excuses. solution. Yes, exactly. I, I've, I have a lot of excuses for a lot of things. It's one of my, yeah. Anyways, you use some kind of vinegar watercolor solution. You could buy a kit that had these like tablets and you just put them in the vinegar or whatever. And you could dunk them. You could, you could put like one half in and then put the other half in a different color. You could mm-hmm. draw on it with crayon. A cool thing you do is draw on it with white crayon. And it's like oh, white crayon on a white egg. That's not gonna. It's just, it's just blank. What the heck? And then you put it in, and then everything is colored except for the writing. Ooh. What? Yeah. It would work too if you had brown eggs as well, and you'd actually probably, be able to see yeah. it. It'd probably be harder to color them though. Although, yeah, coloring brown <laughs> eggs. I don't know how that would work. Never mind. Actually. Yeah, it- that did happen to someone, uh, a family member here, bought eggs for her kids to color. And then she realized <laughs> that she brought bought brown eggs. And then we we're like, oops. Oops. Just just use crayons then, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you, we can make to... a, you can make like a reddish brown maybe or like a bluish brown. Yeah, you get different colors then. <laughs> we used to color eggs at grandma's house. We used to designate a day before Easter and... Go over there and color a bunch of eggs. I don't even know how many there were. And all of our hands were different colors, too, (laughs) by the end. Even though you had those little metal sticks with the circle at the end to hold the egg. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you'd you'd end up with your hands all colorful as well. If you wanted to do artistic things, you had to hold it anyways. Like if you wanted Mm -hmm. a diagonal line instead of the straight down the center, you had to hold it or whatever. So... You just ended up with vinegar food coloring all over the place. Mm-hmm. Good times. Um, but uh, yeah. that that was some of some of the memories from from my Easter's, which are also yeah. your Easter's. 
also my memories for sure. Um, I also, one thing I love during Easter is looking at photos of kids with giant bunnies, especially the bunnies that are absolutely terrifying. Like the one behind like the me. farmer. I, are you talking about like the, the state fair bunnies, the competition Any. bunnies? There's bunny. No, no. Like the people dressed as bunnies. Oh, okay. Not actual bunnies. No, like the scary bunny costumes that are out there. Like, you know, you see old photos from the past. You know how like you, you look at old costumes, like Halloween costumes, and they were really terrifying. There are some really terrifying bunnies out there too hmm. that show up in either malls or fairs or any, you know, just in a park, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be scary if I was at a park and a giant bunny walked by. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just love looking at the photos of like the kids kind of looking like they're dying and there's a very very scary looking bunny that is holding them some kids are terrified and hate santa some kids are terrified and hate the bunny some are both Mm -hmm. probably yeah there's probably a lot of overlap yeah yeah that's good though they're both scary i'll have to see if there's any pictures of us with a bunny yeah, I know I have I have one of mom's dog with a bunny, Rocco. That's good. He, he went to go see the Easter bunny one time, but I don't know. I there must be a picture of a, us with a bunny somewhere. Maybe yeah. I'll, I'll I'll don't know where the pictures are, but I'll take a look next time and I'm, I'm in the picture land. Yeah, you just go to the land of pictures, pictures. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Easter is it's not a it's not a huge holiday. It's more it's more leaning towards the religious. I just like it because well, I like seeing my family and stuff, but I also like how much fish fry there is. It's just great. Cause in Lent you're supposed to to fast except for fish or something like that. I don't know. But there's fish fry <laughs> everywhere. It's great. We don't know. Uh, but there's other things too. I gave up pop for Lent one year and I haven't drank pop since. Wow, what a Western least. New Yorker you are calling it pop. Yeah, it's so weird yeah um easter easter's just it's a good holiday i like it i'm excited to see my family this year and um how lucky for you <laughs> sorry i get to work we'll, <laughs> we'll uh zoom you in while you're working while i'm working okay great mm-hmm. um i like easter because chocolate i love chocolate <laughs> yeah i i also like the family part and everything but i won't i have i won't get that this year so i'll just have to eat my emotions in chocolate. I have a thing I want to add. Is that okay? Yes, always. I was expecting you to say no. All right. Oh. Um, shaped chocolate. Yeah. The shaped chocolate. Hockey stick shaped chocolate. Uh, Actually, where we grew up, we had a lot of um, very creative shapes of chocolate. I don't know if everyone gets that. Maybe they do. I don't know. But a lot of times during Easter, you just think of bunny shaped chocolate. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's a go to, but we would have like, I played the saxophone. So I had saxophone shaped chocolate and there was trumpet um, shaped chocolate. Yep. Um, you know, there, the sports, I had ballet slippers. You had a hockey stick. What else? There was dogs. There was, you know, animals of all sorts and stuff like and that. And it was Very, solid. Yeah. Our bunny did not settle for hollow chocolate. Our bunny was like, you got, you got solid chocolate. You know what else I really liked about our bunny? It shopped local. It was nice yeah. local local chocolate that was very good. 
supported uh-huh. small businesses. It's a good Easter bunny right there, you know? And yeah. also the, the small business, the local chocolates are always better anyway. Mm-hmm. Man, now I want chocolate. And Easter. It's coming up things. very quickly. <laughs> very soon. I lost it. We're, t- we're tired. Give us a break. We're tired and we're we're um, recording this pretty close to Easter, so not much editing will be done. So do right. not listen to this and consider it quality. Thank you. <laughs> well, Easter Easter's coming. I hope everyone has a pleasant day, if nothing else, and in, in, indulges in a little bit of Easter festivities, whether that's buying chocolate the day after, eating an egg, whatever. But Easter has always been a good part of the week's of our lives i was trying to make it sound like i was hopping like a bunny (laughs) of our lives there we go if you have any stories like the topics we've covered today email us at weeksofourlives at gmail.com you can also follow us on instagram at weeks underscore of our lives listen subscribe and review this podcast is produced by katie and kyle weeks and edited by me katie weeks Thank you to Alicia Rodriguez, my fiance, for our amazing logo, and to Kieran Walsh, my good friend, for our amazing theme music. Thank you for listening and have a good week. Kachina, have you ever seen them? We'd survive.